Good morning, everybody. Want to welcome you all here this morning. And um, I am so excited. I look around and everyone that I've spoken to, God has been doing some really cool stuff. So we are excited for this morning. And um, we want to do a, a welcome to some new friends that we have. They've just walked in and we didn't know we were going to be friends five minutes ago. But, um, they are Sam and Nikki. Do you want to stand up for a minute? Just want to honor you. These guys we just met, they uh, lead a church in North Carolina at High Point. And uh, so thank you for being here. And I feel like it's just a picture of God just joining hearts and um, his kids, God's kids everywhere. Always. And good on Morgan, V. Gates. Ich liebe dich. So from across the world. Um, <laughs> But um, Nikki was just saying this is a perfect day, um, having, having Alex lead worship for us. That's good. And uh, the reason you just push these girls under the bus a little bit further, they, the reason they came down is because they just finished doing Restoring the Foundations healing ministry and uh, gone to take a couple of days to, to process all of that. So that's good stuff. That we haven't found out how many ungodly beliefs they had yet, but I suspect Jane probably still has more. <laughs> Had more, yes. And so, okay, anybody who's done RTF, how many? Un no, no, let's not go there. <laughs> it, it, <but> yeah. <laughs> so we are going to have a fun morning, and Alex is going to lead us away with DJ worship. Woohoo! And Renee, I think, is going to get... Oh. And thank you, Father, for your presence. You, you are yes. already here, and we love your presence. We love being your friend. We love our hearts just being able to sit with you and be with you and to be encouraged by you this morning. So we give you this time. We say, have your way. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Amen.
All right. Good morning, everyone. How are you doing? That was okay. Let's try it again because the good Lord did wake us up this morning. You didn't wake up. He woke you up. So let's try it again. How are we doing this morning, everyone? All right. So I'm Alex. Um, if you see me moving up here, it's for a great reason, all right? And if I look a little nervous, it's okay. It's part of my show, okay? But things are going to get really interesting in about 10 minutes, maybe five minutes. Whenever the Holy Spirit tells me to do it, I'm going to do it. But right now, let's just continue to worship and enjoy this awesome Sunday morning. Feeling good. Ah. It's okay to move around a little bit. Don't be nervous, okay? I'll take care of the nervous part. You just move around a little bit, all right? It's okay. Jericho, I'm not a sing, okay? I'm nothing like Jamie and the praise team, okay? I'm going to just talk my way through this one. All right. All right. So here's the way I kind of like going to do this today. All right. Because uh, for the last three days and I'm just again, I'm trying to like, OK, don't plan it. Just put it out and then pray on it and then it'll work out perfect. So as I'm up here getting my music and everything together, I have about 40 songs up here. That ain't going to happen. It, it, no, it's not going to happen. So the way I figured I was going to do it and the Holy Spirit kept saying only about a minute and a half to two minutes, okay? And I'm going to switch. I'm going to talk. I may not talk. But if you hear the song just transition, it's okay. All right, it's not me. It's the Holy Spirit talking, all right? So this next song, it's been on my mind for probably two months. And I wanted to play it last time at worship. And every time the praise team sings it, it's just something about this song. But last week, they didn't sing it. No, they didn't. But something interesting happened. And let's just play this song, and we'll come back, and I'll tell you exactly what happened. And Jamie kills this song. Come on. You know what it is?
It's getting hot up here. It really is. It's getting hot up here. If I decide to just start dancing, my goodness, well, I'm going to dance. All right. Again, got a transition. How y'all feeling? Just stop for a moment and just say, man, I feel good. You look good because you're alive and well. Whether you got an illness, you still look good and you're feeling good because I always say somebody somewhere in the world didn't wake up. And I had a conversation with someone uh, at one of the resorts I was DJing at um, this week. And I don't know, it's just... And we've all been there. You, you, you meet somebody, and, and we don't like talking about people, but you just feel the, the toxic. And, and that person had a lot going on. And all I remember was him saying a lot of negative things. And, and I looked at him, and I said, you're blessed, and you don't even know it. And he's like, well, my family, this and that. I said, but think, you got your family. And he was like, well, my dad, this. I said, your dad's alive, right? He was like, yeah. I said, well, my dad is dead. And he looked at me, and he was like, you know, there is some happiness in this life. I said, there's a lot of happiness, and you really don't have to go and find it. I said, won't you transition that negativity, that aura that you're carrying around? I said, find some good in yourself, and I promise what you give out will come back to you. So... And, and, you know, and I think I was trying to get, you know, deeper into this guy. Um, but for the moment, I think he was like, eh, eh, you know, kind of disgruntled. Uh, and then about an hour later, I happened to look over in the pool area, and he was on his knees praying. Um, and I just like, okay, it worked, you know. So that's what I try to do. I try to make a difference in everybody's life. Um, I don't know everyone, but one thing about me, if you don't know me, I'm your friend forever. I mean, that's one thing about me. My wife will get on me and say, hey, you do too much. Um, but that's just me, and, and sometimes I do have to dial it back, all right? So I'm going to play one more song, and I'll tell you guys what happened last week, all right? I know I said I'm going to tell you after this song, but nah. The Holy Spirit say, do play this song. And then we're going to tell everybody what happened, all right? Here we go. This is one of my favorites, too. It's called Wave Walker. And you probably heard it, all right? Here we go. The house is so simple. Faith like a child. I give you an inch and you take me a mile. I feel the wind rush and the thunder roll. Two feet on the water, only one way to go. I don't gotta be afraid no more Cause I know you're up through the storm I'm more than just a talker I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a I'm a wave walker I'm dancing on the water When the devil tries to shake me I just pray harder Even in my darkest hour I got Holy Ghost power When I keep my eyes upon it Jesus, I'm a wave walker Oh, 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 oh. 
my goodness. The Holy Spirit is up in here today. All right, so this happened last week, and the reason I picked up the wireless, I have to give you guys a, a vision of it. So I was sitting right here last week, and my wife was on this side, and I can't remember who else was here. So I'm sitting, and I don't know what song was playing. And I was like this, just rocking back and forth. My wife was standing, and I went just like this to dance. And I kind of like missed my opportunity. And what I'm saying is, the Holy Spirit told me, get out there and dance. And I stopped. I missed it. And so what my wife and someone else said, you missed an opportunity for someone else to see the Holy Spirit work. So I felt bad when I found that out. And I'm like, oh my goodness. So now I don't have a problem dancing. Even at 60 years old, God has been good to me. I can dance and not even worry about if I'm dancing off beat. <laughs> I don't care. So now when I feel like dancing, I'm going to dance. All right. And the good thing is every time I hear music now, trust me, I've been DJing for 40 years and it's just something different from last week to now. I've never danced when I'm DJing or at events but it's a different dance. You understand what I'm saying? It's called that, that little praise dance. Deep down in here, the good Lord say, you dance. Didn't in the Bible say David dance? He sure did. And speaking of dancing, are y'all ready? If you're ready, say ready. ready. That's not loud enough. My grandmother's 200 years old. She can sing louder than that. Are you ready? ready. I got something for you. Check this out. Right now, right now, right now. Right now, right now, right now, right now. I've been trying not to fall off the deep end. Give me a reason. I've been trying not to stay on point. I've been trying to stay my voice, but y'all gave me no choice. The world gone mad, can't ignore this noise. Look at these people found dead in the streets. I got some partners that hate the police. Me, I'm just trying to hold on to my peace, cause I'm liable to lose it and go get the peace. I need a reason, I need a season, feeling with Jesus. I'm gonna scream it, baby, like what you believe in? I do the trip, I keep it cheap. What in the cheeks you singing a guy? Ain't no JK when I'm talking to God. Don't need a reason to open my eyes. If I'm still breathing, I'm running for miles, man. Oh, yeah. I've been doing better than I was before. I walk with the limp, cause I've been wrestling with the Holy Ghost. Deep in dirty spit, but still somehow I keep on floating. Oh, thought I lost my gift, but God reminded me it's Holy Ghost. Give me a reason I've been trying not to go off the deep end Give me a reason I've been trying not yeah. to I might go crazy, I might go MJ back in the 80s, back in the 90s, I might go off, but they better not try me, it might get dicey, I ain't trying to go back to the old me, I'm trying to hang on like my mama told me, sometimes legs get weak and your arms give out and you sink to the bottom slowly, a grown man wishing that somebody hold me, never knew my daddy so nobody showed me, taught me how to walk through the storm when your heart feel heavy and it's hard and you feel lonely, but low key, high priest got the keys to the kingdom, high key no one up to bring him and I need all of what he bringing, I might go off the deep end, I just need another reason, yeah, oh, yeah. 
I've been doing better than I was before I walk with the limp Cause I've been wrestling with the Holy Ghost Deep in dirty spit But still somehow I keep on floating oh, Thought I lost my kiss But God reminded me it's Tony Alright ladies and gentlemen Give him a big round of applause So earlier when he was here And we was going over the music and everything And, and it's none of my business His testimony was powerful and has something to do with that song um so if you want to tell it later he can um like again and if you don't want to tell it to all just ask him like what is the testimony about that song and you it almost brought me to tears all right this song is called deliverance out of me i just want you to be proud of me i just want to be proud of me i feel like everyone doubted me god why did you put this inside of me don't even know who it is that i'm trying to be because all of these spirits been lying to me i just can't even make it across because i keep slipping why am i slipping why have i been so lost god i'm tripping why am i tripping tell me why am i so hard on myself do i really even know myself that I do, I just need healing cause I've been abused, I ain't go trip if I tie up my shoes, I took all my losses so how I'ma lose, I'm too equipped, he provided the tools, and all of these gifts that I finally use, to spit what I'm living when I'm in this booth, even though I'm still sinning, I think I've improved, I won't be condemned cause I am forgiven, when I make this music the enemy listen, cause when I be winning, he pay me a visit, but this time it's different, he won't catch me slipping, cause now that I'm woke, I'm too awake, I used to have hope, now I have faith, I couldn't cope, now I embrace, I have a new home, I'm finally saved, I'm free. I have been granted a way to make any decision. I refuse to be a slave to any addiction. I cannot do this alone. I am fully submitted. Lord God, can I use what I'm saying to pray for deliverance? In Jesus' name, I rebuke the spirit of fear. In Jesus' name, remove lust right out of my spirit. Lord, I ask you to pull me up out of depression. In the name of Jesus, remove the spirit of rejection. I rebuke the lies and anger I got from these demons. Cleanse me of all of my pride in the name of Jesus. Cast out all of these spirits that don't have your blessing. Fill me with all of your ways so I can be selfless. Amen. All right, ladies and gents. So you know it was true about the little story I told you about the guy. I had no idea that song was about demons and casting out. No idea. All right. Now, the Holy Spirit also told me, don't dance like that. Not at my age. It ain't happening. So I actually got to touch this guy, see if he has any bones in him. All right. One more time. Give a big round of applause to Mr. Corey. All right. So we're going to 
Whew. Calm down from that one. And I know a lot of you guys want to go home and try to dance when the wife is shopping. Don't do it. Just, just let it go. We're not young anymore. <laughs> I'll be in the garage on my roller skates, and she'll like, what are you doing? I'm trying to do what Corey was doing. No, they don't work like that. He's 20. You're 60. So, wow. All right, so I'm going to play one more song, and we're going to transition into uh, communion. Is that okay? All right. You guys good? Everybody's happy? All right. Anybody celebrating birthdays? Anniversaries? All right. We're good. All right. Here we go. We'll do the last song, and uh, we'll get ready. All right? Thank you. I did this song about a month ago. It was a hit here. Listen to the words. Nowadays it all looks the same to me. I can't hear the hand clap. Gonna turn out the world for a while. That's right, there we go. Cause love is always in style. Uh-oh, here yeah. it comes. Come on. Crystal in my head, horoscopes is We all have a reason. We all have a reason. Right here. Yes. Yes. Come on. Come on, Holy Spirit. Talk to us. Talk to us. Nobody. We all have a reason. I'll say it one more time. We all have a reason. Some kind of. I'm loving this. I hope you are too. Everybody's worried about something. But worrying won't do me no good. No. Eventually we'll all turn to nothing. So I'm gonna love myself the way that I should. Yeah. Crystal sex to me to block out that bad energy. This Here we go, everybody. Sometimes you just got to be happy. Just step out, get away from your friends, your family, and just say, you know what? Today is my day. I need to be happy. And then the next day, and then the day after that day. You get it? Just stay happy, not sad, happy. Oh, my goodness. Good, not sometimes, but all the time. 
I'm going to say it again because I felt like somebody didn't get that. God is not good sometime. God is good. All right. Thank you. And before uh, my wife get ready to transition into the next form of business, I want to thank my good friend, my skating buddy, my brother from another mother. Uh, George is back, ladies and gentlemen. So we do appreciate that. And, of course, Mr. James and some other people that I haven't seen before. I'll get around and speak and introduce myself, wifey, and all that good stuff. All right? So everybody have a seat. Let's kind of relax a little bit. I could go on, but, you know, that might not be cool. We all got a reason. We um, have been around, feel like, around the world this past week and a half or so going around looking for new motorcycles to buy and things. Um, toys that you think you don't really need. But when we got to one of the places, we found out the lady had cancer. And um, she had breast cancer. And she had such a great attitude about it all. It was like just lifting me up just talking to her because of that. But I'm the one that normally does the praying and my wife had boldness, and she stepped up, and she started praying for this lady. And I'm just so proud of her for that. Then we go to another place in Georgia to see another one. This guy, we had called him and let him know we was having some trouble trying to find a trailer and everything. And he, um, he said, I'll call you back in a few minutes. I'm on a conference call. So when he called, you could tell he was down. He was upset. Well, he just lost his father-in-law had COPD and um, complications with COVID. And we said, well, whatever you need. If you need us to wait, you need us to come on, whatever you need us to do. So he called us back a little bit later, told us to come on. So we just got in the truck, headed on out. We get down there, and we're talking just a little bit. And I said, hey, man, you mind if we pray with you? And he said, no, I want you to. So we just getting around, holding hands. We're praying for him. And God had given me something on the way down because as we were going down, we were going to stay in a motel. And I just reached out and just slapped Tracy inside of the head. I mean, I really did. I mean, it's just like, spap. Not I mean to hit her that hard, but it's just like the Holy Spirit come home and just started praying for her. She's over here just, <laughs> you know, that kind of crying, you know, down deep. And as these trips went on, these are the best two trips we've ever had. I mean, we didn't argue a bit, none, nothing. We had a good time. We smiled. We laughed. We cried. So while I'm there, while I'm riding down the road, I said, Tracy, God just gave me ashes to ashes, dust to dust. We'll return to the dirt, but our spirit will be lifted up with him into heaven. So I get there, and we're praying. I'm praying for this guy. And the Holy Spirit brings it back to me again. So I say, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. We'll return to the dust, the dirt, but our spirit will rise with him in heaven. He broke loose. He broke loose. I mean, this is a Harley riding guy. He's retired uh, military. And um, tears flowing down everybody's face. When we finished, he couldn't, he couldn't stand there in front of us. Unfortunately, he had to go away for about five or ten minutes to collect himself. He'd come back, and I looked at him. I said, if you ain't, a, if you ain't crying, you ain't a man. Because 
I think if you're holding it in, it's not what God wants us to do. That just makes things worse in the end. But I want you to know that everybody has a reason. And everywhere we go, we have a reason. So God will open up those doors if you'll let him. You just have to step into them, dancing. Step into them and being obedient. And I just wanted to encourage everyone that when you're out places, be cognizant of the Holy Spirit tugging on you. And if you will release yourself to him, you don't have to do a thing. He'll give you whatever you need. So the Lord just um, wanted me to share this. Um, we all know that the bride of Christ, when we you know picture her, we picture her in bright white linens, and I personally picture her in a bridal gown. And so at the beginning of this month, I had a vision of the bride in bridal gown, break dancing, and I'm sharing this because I want you to see the significance of what happened here today and what the Lord spoke to me. So I saw her just pull her gown up, because it was long, and she had on boots, but she pulled her gown up to stomp and to start break dancing. And, um, and I've never seen that, I see the bride dancing all the time, but I've never seen her break dance. This was at the beginning of the month. This is a demonstration of what God is doing, the new thing that God is doing in the spirit. And so the Lord shared with me that this, this new break dance that the bride is doing is a breaking out into victory. You know, the Bible says we shall put our foot upon the neck of our enemies. It's a victory dance. It's a freedom dance. It's a breaking forth. Things that have held us back through this breaking dance of freedom, we will break forth. And it's a breaking down of the old religious system. So I wanted to share that with you. So break dance. <laughs> wow. I didn't look at it that way, but hey, it works. I'm just not going to get out there and break dance. You know, I'll do it my way, but it's all good. Yes, there you go. Exactly, in the spirit. All right, anybody else? Yes, ma'am. Okay, did you guys see me up here dancing? You saw me dancing, right? Well, I've been dancing all my life. I love dancing, but I got a bad knee, and it kind of is little restrictive so I turned 82 recently <laughs> so if I can get up and dance anybody in here can get up and dance <laughs> that's all I have to say this morning thank you so we're getting ready to um, transition I want to play one more song and you know I did promise everybody CDs in here so here's the good news and here's the bad news, all right? So she raised her hand already like, I want my CD. So my guinea pig, which is my wife, she listened. That doesn't sound too good. My beautiful wife. Um, I, had to, I had to make the master copy so she can listen to it and find anything that's wrong in it. So when she come back to me and say, thumbs up, then I'll have it ready for you guys next Sunday, all right? So 
You may get two because, oh, you want for today and then next Sunday. So I may give you two, all right? So just kind of bear with us, all right? So we're going to do one more song, and then we're going to go into communion. say that um, that first song that I did deep in um, it was a full circle today on my faith and on basically me coming to Jesus um, so last year on October 4th 2020 I accepted Jesus and was baptized but the week before that I was on fire with the Holy Spirit and I had never ever I had never ever 
talked about Jesus. I had never studied him. I had never looked at the Bible. I I was basically almost like an atheist and just didn't believe in the word at all. If it weren't for one of my teachers, my Bible teacher in school, that somehow I ended up in that class, I don't understand how, And but by the grace of God, I did. Um, he was just pulling me in ever since 10th grade and until now where I never thought I'd be standing here praising Jesus and just showing people the gift that he's given me to bless others with just healing, love, happiness, anything that you guys are in need of. And I just wanted to say that that song has made a full circle from when I was first baptized. I had gotten baptized and I had just decided to show my gift that the Lord had given me. And that was a song that I had danced to. I just, I had made a choreography literally the night before. Like I was, I was just like, okay, well, gotta make something. And I stayed up for about five hours and made a whole choreography for that entire song. The today was just freestyle because I wanted the spirit to just lead me. And I didn't, I just didn't want anything other than that. <laughs> Praise God for that. And um, yeah, I just wanted to say that it's amazing what God can do and the full circle that he just showed me. And um, then I just want to give glory to him for where I am now. So yeah. So I don't know how I'm going to follow all of these um, tough acts, but I'm going to try. Not yet. Um, you may have to hold, or do you want to hold? Okay. So um, this morning in pre-service prayer, I'm usually not here that early. So <laughs> um, hold on, not yet. Not yet. Sorry. Um, the, the word I got was movement. And uh, some words with it, um, but right now the and I, without looking at it, might mess up the actual verbiage that I got. But movement is now, and movement will move us towards our destiny, and it will change our future. So when we think about communion, we always talk about Jesus's body being broken, and the blood that was shed, and and that obviously is the point. But Today I felt like there was an impression upon the movement that got Jesus to that point. The movement of his ministry, the movement of his life, the movement of him within his life, but more importantly, the connection between Jesus and God. And he didn't move unless he heard the Father say. So where is our movement taking us? from day to day, from hour to hour, from minute to minute. All of our movements are different. Our movement is our destiny. And now is the time to move. So even the act of breaking is a movement. That simple act of crushing is a movement. Jesus moved so that he... Sorry. Oh, Jesus. So that he would be in position to die for us, to live for us. Okay, you can break the rest. So I just challenge this week to pay attention to the movement that you're called to. We may not get up and break dance like Corey, but we each have our own movement, whether it's a movement at work, whether it's a movement in the streets, whether it's a movement in the office, whether it's a movement in a ministry, but now is the time for our movement to change so that our destiny can be fulfilled, so that our progressive movement forward is in his steps, as mom said, straight forward. Straight forward. 
We need to move straight forward. Now is the time for movement. As Jesus was broken, he moved from that broken place to the next place where he was hung on the cross and his blood was shed. So think about all the movements that he went through in order to get us to the place of his love for us. What is our movement? What is our sacrifice in that? So I just want to call you up now to get your piece of movement. Move. So this is all about movement when you've received, gather in little clusters, give thanks and receive together.
So we will have some more testimonies in just a moment, but uh, as we've received the symbols, the, the remembrance of what Jesus has done for us, we also like to uh, pass the baskets for us to give back to God. And uh, I know many of you have come with your tithes and offerings. If you're giving cash, uh, you're welcome to use an envelope in the baskets. If you're giving by check, you don't need that. Uh, if you are giving by check, it's Catch the Fire, Myrtle Beach on the check. If I pass, can you pass this around for me, RJ? Thank you. Um, oh, and I should put this up too. There we go. I know many of you give online. Uh, appreciate that. Yes, there we go. See the phones out. If you haven't started giving through the app yet, you can just text a dollar amount to 84321 and it will uh, it will lead you through that. It's very simple. Uh, that's the way Jane and I do our giving. It's, uh, it's an easy way to do it. What I want to say, though, as you pass the baskets around and put your offerings in, I want you all to know that God looks after every detail for us. Uh, he keeps providing. And, of course, the way he provides is through you all. <laughs> as we give back to God that first 10% that he gives us, you know, we get to keep the other 90, but giving back that first 10% to God, he provides everything we need uh, through that season, uh, through that uh, generosity, through that faithfulness. So thank you, Jesus. Okay. I'm going to invite Sam to just to tell us what's on your heart. You want to talk about that? Yes. Oh, yeah. So we, um, my wife and I usually have this... Uh, cute little thing that we do and we take communion sometimes as we break the <laughs> she's like oh here goes here he goes again he's gonna bring me into another sermon <laughs> um it's a blessing to be here this morning but as we were taking communion um we didn't usually we didn't break it together like we normally do i just held my peace but somehow my peace i don't know if i with my own strength or not but somehow my peace became broken and a piece fell off and I was thinking about the word movement, and I like to think about that he was broken for us. But as the piece fell off, it hit the floor, and I'm thinking, oh, here I am standing with the pastors. I'm making a mess in their worship area. And so I want to instinctively go down and get it, you know, in the middle of communion. And the Lord says, no, let the broken pieces fall and leave them where they lay. And so it was a little uncomfortable to do that because I'm like, they probably see the piece on the floor. They probably don't think I'm going to want to clean up after myself, <laughs> but I will do it. <laughs> and, um, but the Lord says what he's doing in this time, I believe, in this great shaking that we've seen over the last year and a half, um, I was sharing here that uh, the Lord gave us the word for our church at the beginning of when COVID hit was to activate, to activate the people to activate and release as the body of Christ. And then COVID came in and just really squashed the, 
you know, the spirit of fear and division and anger and all this stuff that's out there. And in that shaking, God was revealing a lot of things. He was revealing a lot of things in the body of Christ. Um, but he's also doing a realigning. And that's what I felt like even coming here today. I was like, oh, yeah, we'll drive 45 minutes down the road and go to catch the fire. Why not? Because, you know, the Spirit of God testifies with our spirit that we are sons and daughters of God. And so when you know, yep, that's it, it's, there's no distance, there's, no, there's nothing in that because he's truly doing a realigning. And we were like sobbing as we are going down the road because we kind of checked in with our church this morning as a, as a mama and papa would and just see our, our beloved uh, daughter in the Lord, Kat, just out there leading worship. And we're like, oh, I'm so proud of her. <laughs> You know, and, and just seeing them walking out in activation and s discovering those gifts and releasing whatever they may be. So for us, thank you for just welcoming us in, those of like-minded faith and kindred spirit, and to see what a joy it is to see the beautiful expressions of God activating your gifts in you with the DJ worship and the and the, um, I can't remember the name, it was, it's the break dance. I love that. Break dance. Yes, absolutely. I just love it. I just love it. Because that it's just, and, and just to see you embrace that and just lift one another up, it's a beautiful thing. And, and God is doing a new thing. And he's spoken to us in this season as we look into, you know, tabernacles and we've gone through Yom Kippur and, and Rosh Hashanah. There's no such thing as coincidence when we align ourselves with God, God's prophetic time clock. And he's, and he's speaking to us and to, to where we're from. And I'm sure you're hearing it in the spirit, too, to get your house in order, yeah. Yeah. to get your house in order, to do that break dance, yeah. <laughs> dance over those broken pieces and let them fall. <laughs> And leave them there and be activated into this new wineskin that God is sending forth his remnant people. So God bless you and thank you for having us here. And sometimes it's hard to get the microphone from me. So did you want to say something? Just, just real quick, you know, God, God knows what blesses you. He's so sweet. And he knows how much I love dance. She told me, we're going to do things a little different. And I said, God is so good. <laughs> He's so good. He knew exactly what would be a blessing to me. And so I appreciate your ministry. And um, um, as, I, as I hear the word on movement, I know this, I believe you can tell this is a free church. You're not afraid to move. You're not afraid of movement. You understand dance like David danced. And I'll become even more undignified than this. You know, I believe that's fully understood here. Um, but it, but uh, what I'm hearing is, for me, for the church, you know, not just this body, but his church, is that we have been freed and released to move in a different way. Yes. Just be ready. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Thank, you. Thank you. And the word we had for you was that what you held in your hand was what was for you, but there's an overflow. I'm standing in front of the... Um, there's an overflow that's for other people. So we can only hold so much, but he's given us more pressed down, shaken together and running over. Yes. That's for everybody around us. And so I'm picking this up as a declaration that these guys are overflowing. So yes. they've, they've, God's going to give them what they need, but there's overflow for others. 
So, amen. Miss Sherry. And okay. This is goes with what Renee said earlier in pre-prayer. Really, I encourage people to come to pre-prayer. It's really good. We started out with a straightforward, you know, looking straight at God and everything. And she had this thing about movement, which she spoke a little bit about. I had a thing. God speaks to me a little bit different. It says 60-minute man. And I said, okay, 60-minute man. Well, 60 minutes is an hour. So this is the hour. This is the hour to start stepping out like Corey movement. Like Kevin said, it doesn't take much that the Holy Spirit work through you. Alex, DJing on the beach, doesn't take much to have the Holy Spirit work through you. But then I saw an hourglass, and the Lord turned it upside down. And he said, time's ticking. Time's ticking. So we're not to be wasteful of our time. We're to step out because God is he's waiting on us. We always say we're waiting on God. No, God's waiting on us. He's waiting for us to step up and step out. So everything that you all been saying today kind of all goes together. But we're the ones that have to step up and step out. Because I always say, oh, I'm waiting on God. God's just waiting on me. Yes. Um, I don't normally do this. But um, where's Crystal? Crystal had asked if I wanted to share anything about yesterday and as far as the prophetic journaling and stuff. And I feel like God is kind of like highlighting to me in this season because um, we were given words on our table and the two words that our table had was love and courage. And God has spoken a word to me um, through a friend of mine through scripture with Proverbs 3.18 that she is a tree of life and those that are drawn to her will be blessed. And he's used multiple like images, um, one of dancing girl and she used that yesterday. And I <clears throat> took this tree and I put it on this really cool like colorful background that was like red and it just reminded me of like the fire of God and like the refiner's fire. And then it was settled, settled it right beside like this river. And like that tree, like um, Elijah getting refreshed by the river when he was tired and he just couldn't move on. And there was a sun and I get called sunshine a lot. S-O-N, shine, sunshine. Long story short, I feel like I have been suppressing who I am. I've been afraid to release my sound. I've been afraid to release who God says I am. I've been afraid to walk in that identity and be brave and to be courageous and so um, I don't want to be fearful. Time is ticking. God has a message um, that he wants to give to the world in and through my life and in and through our lives. And I do feel like it's time. It's time to move forward. It's time to be in movement. It's time to share what God has placed in us, um, sharing our gifts, sharing the word, sharing those things. And so um, the other piece had love on it. And so I'm just going to ground myself in God's love for me. I'm going to ground and God ground myself in God's truth of what he says over and in through my life. And I hope that God will continue to have that courageous, bold, brave spirit just rise up in me and that I would be free to give everything that he has and in and through my life into the world. So there's mine. <laughs> Thank you. I did ask RJ to share too if he. 
Yeah, um, so I teach a prophetic art class, and um, it's really just hearing God's voice. That's all it is. We can all hear God's voice, and you don't have to have been experienced in art or even know how to do art. You just need a heart to want to be creative. And I think if, if you have a heart to want to be creative, God can use you. It doesn't have to be perfect. None of it is perfect. But in the end, whatever it is you create is going to speak to you, and it has spoken to all of us. And what's interesting is, um, no, <laughs> Renee, I just forgot Renee's name. I was drawing a blank, sorry. <laughs> um, her word was movement. And then when Mark asked me to get some testimonies together or share, the word that immediately came to my mind was also the word movement. So when, when Renee got up to share, I was like, I started smiling because you know, I, I believe that really is what God is speaking to all of us right now is movement. And it will look like something different for all of us because we're all so very different. We will walk in it different. He will speak to it, speak about it differently to all of us. But it's all about the word movement. You know, movement is about to proceed. It's about moving forward. It's about rising up. Um, movement is about... Um, it's just about moving forward and getting up from the place that you're in. And these two pieces that I did in, in the, the art class, one was, oh, no, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, you can if you want. <laughs> I'm just going to show you one at a time. Um, both of these have to do with movement. I didn't even realize it until I was looking at it today. This first piece that I created, it's actually just, you know, it's just a butterfly, and a butterfly is always in motion, and that's about movement. And um, when I, I want, I had a travel piece of paper, and I wanted to rip a piece off of that travel paper and put it on here, because travel is about movement. And I didn't realize that when I ripped that piece off, it actually had the word received on it. And this piece that I created yesterday was also like a dancer. And in her hand, that's movement also. She's holding this diamond. But to me, that represents also receiving. And so for me, what God is speaking to me about movement is when we get up and move, and we move out of the place that we're in, sometimes our moving is going to cause us to receive what it is that God has for us. And that's what I wanted to share Did did you want to share something? So I'm on the other end of that. I actually came because I am interested more in the prophetic than the arts part of it. So either way, you know, if that appeals to you too, you will get something out of it. So I would suggest coming and just check it out. Um, but so I am not artistic really at all. Um, basically, when I did it, I literally was like, okay, God, you tell me what I'm putting on the paper. And this is what he did. It's, uh, it's a tree with uh, a bunch of stuff on it, right? Um, and that was fun. Like, I did not not enjoy it, for sure. Um, it was good. Um, but then the part that I wanted, obviously, was the prophetic part. So we sat down and talked about it. And one of the things that really hit me, um, there, or that was said to me, was that the, uh, and forgive me if I butcher this, I didn't write it down, um, was that I can help bring structure to um, I, uh, situations. Thank you. See? this? It takes a community. <laughs> um, so, and, and that hit me for, you know, 
for reasons, but it did hit me. So I would suggest going. You'll get something out of it. God is good all the time. We've heard that multiple times today. And this is just another way for him to express that goodness to you. So what? Oh, uh, yeah. It's not just for girls, by the way. It's for men as well. So look at you, Chad. <laughs> October 9th is the next is the next time. Saturday, 4 till 7, October 9th. Did you guys get that? October 9th. <laughs> you know, I, I love this thought is that the Lord will meet you in the step. And you'll never know the goodness of God until you step out into what he has for you. Praise God. And, you know, faith is revealed in words and in actions. And the Bible talks about how they could see their faith when they let the paralyzed man in down through the roof and Jesus healed him. And so I think the challenge for all of us today is that God is trying to move his church. Praise God. I was talking with Jamie and somebody else at work just the, recently about how there's been a speeding up. I mean, it's so obvious, you know, that being in the end times, like our brother said, you know, and that there's a speeding up going on. And God's trying to move us into as a body, as a church, into our destiny, praise God. And I say today that the church does have a place in the earth. And it is a place of authority. It's a place of boldness, praise God. And God is calling all of us in the church today to step up and speak out a word, praise God. Amen. Because the word that the church will speak is a word that will change the earth, praise the Lord. Amen. And I, I know, I know today, you know, God leads you from step to step, glory to glory. We know these things. And I think the challenge is to just take that next step with the Lord, and surely he'll meet us there. And that's my word anyway. So. And just this, this is just a visual of what I think Robert was talking about, is at the prophetic art yesterday, I, my word was hope on the table. And the first thing I thought about was a volcano, which you think, wow, what's that got to do with hope? But um, what it spoke to me was, because I, the words I put on my paper was fire inside. And I drew a picture of a volcano on an island and everything exploding. And it was that God's power is so immense yeah. that when we give him the opportunity, it's like a volcano. Yeah. We don't have to come up with how we're going to impact the world. We just have to let Jesus out. Yes. You know, and that spoke to me personally, and I think this is for all of us in moving our movements can be really small, but Jesus' movements are huge. I'm the only one left. Okay, guess it's me now. <laughs> what I want us to do... I love this. I love this. I need the spirit of Robert to come on me because I've got like 10 minutes left, but it's okay. <laughs> Robert did this amazing thing a few months back where he prepared this whole message and we only gave him like four and a half minutes at the end and he just delivered it and we all just went, oh, yes. So, but I want you to catch the... the it's, it's multifaceted what God has been doing this morning. We've been hearing God through one another and I want you to remember that and I want you to, to, to really feed on that and hold that. I have got a couple of things to say that will kind of thread it together. 
But what I want us to do, it, first of all, is I want all of us to say, God, there's more. Those of you who were here last weekend with Mark DuPont um, will remember that we finished up with that prayer. In fact, I've, I've put it on the, uh, on the PowerPoint here so we can stick it up on the screen. Why don't you stand with me? I want us to pray this together for a few Sundays in a row here because we believe there's more. Okay? So... Uh, you can, can you read that? It's a little bit difficult. Okay, I'll lead us. You'll say it with me, okay? We believe, Lord God, that you desire to heal, deliver, and save in a much greater measure than we have seen. We believe that you desire your kingdom to come to the Grand Strand as it is in heaven, much more than we have yet experienced. We stand before you as a church and humbly ask, even as Isaiah did, here we are, Lord, send us to those in desperate need of your saving power. Please anoint us and give us divine appointments with those in hurt and bondage. Like in the early days, Church of Jerusalem, we ask that you would give us a boldness to communicate Jesus to the lost and grant that your hand would move in healings and miracles, signs and wonders in the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Amen. Yes. Okay, you can take a seat just for a, a minute or three. I'm going to make you work, though. Okay, so don't, don't lean back and relax. Look around you. You're going to have to interact with that person you're sitting next to. Okay. <laughs> so if you want to move real quick, this is now your, this is your opportunity. No. <laughs> that's not a good plan for you to move away from your wife. You might not. That's good. Okay. All right. And, and just b before I tell you what you're going to do, um, we were all asking, what was it Corey was doing? Well, it's Corey. So what do Corey's doing is choreography. Okay, that just came to me while we were praying that prayer. There must have been an anointing on it. Hallelujah. Uh, I want to read, um, actually, let me read it off of here because it's easier than finding it in my Bible. Um, I want to read some verses from Philippians 2, and I want you to just open your heart to, to let this settle in your spirit. Philippians 2, starting from verse 1. If there's any encouragement in Christ... Any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, didn't count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a servant being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even 
death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Lord, make it so. That's what we long for, that we would be like you, Jesus, and that the power that raised you from the dead would be operating in us and through us everywhere we go. Those of you here, by the way, if you missed last weekend, please go on the website and listen to the the sessions with Mark teaching and prophesying. But the, the thing that really stood out to me was where he said the church in the Grand Strand is like a lighthouse, shining not out into the ocean for the ships in the distance, but shining inland, shining the light inland. And I really believe that we are to play our part in shining that light. In fact, let me... Uh, switch this over on the screen here. I made a PowerPoint, but it was so big I broke the system, so I have to put it on my iPad. But Mark talked about a lighthouse, and this is what I want to say just to sort of thread together all the things that have been shared this morning, okay? Matthew five fourteen says, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. And then Jesus says, Oops, oopsie. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who's in heaven. So the first thing I want you to do with that person you're stuck sitting next to because you didn't move when I told you to, is I want you to just tap them on the shoulder or look them in the eye and say, let your light shine. Let your light shine. And then I'd like you to take a minute or two and talk to each other about where does your light shine? Where do you shine your light? It may be... Uh, when you're detailing RVs, just seeing you sitting back down again, uh, it may be when you're DJing at the beach, you let your light shine. It, it may be when you're delivering food, you know, do the Uber Eats folks and all of that. It, it may be when you're, you're in the hospital um, doing your thing. <laughs> uh, it, it may be, maybe you're in retail. I mean, I'm just picking people out of the crowd here, but you know, maybe you're in retail and you never know who's going to walk in the door next, but you treat them like Jesus would treat them. It, 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 there's all kinds of where you let your light shine. It may be that you, you don't know who's going to be on the end of the line when you pick up the phone at the auto glass business <laughs> or whatever, you know, where do your, where does your light shine? Maybe your light shines when you walk into somebody's house to fix their air conditioning. Uh, maybe your light shines when you clean a restaurant. Maybe your light shines when you're consulting in a home, supervising painting and drywall. Maybe your light shines at, at Coastal Carolina University. Uh, I'm going to shut up and let you talk to one another. Where does your light shine? Tell one another where your light shines.
goes into this. Uh, I just feel prompted to um, share this with you guys. A few years ago, um, the Lord um, chastised me and uh, spoke to me. And I had been a person all of my life that could actually walk away from people, go somewhere else, start another life, make new friends, and sometimes not even think of those that I left behind. And the Lord said, Annette, I don't want you to do that anymore. He said, when I give you someone to be in relationship with, it is not for just here and now. It's for eternity. <laughs> and I fell on my face and I wept because I hadn't seen that before. So I wanted to share that with you, that when God connects you, there's a mighty eternal purpose in it. It's not just here and now. You can't just walk away and say, well, that wasn't important. So I think that connects to the whole thing of being the body that he's called us to be. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Annette. You're still talking. Go ahead. Where does your light shine? And if you've run out of where does your light shine, you can add in how does your light shine. What I'd like you to notice is that I didn't ask you, does your light shine? Because your light does shine. Okay? Your light does shine. The passage we quoted said, let your light shine. Because your light shines in the place where God has put you. I'd like you to think of the places you've just been talking about, the settings, the situations. Think of those as your neighborhood. You know, like Mr. Rogers, I guess. <laughs> Will you be my neighbor? 
because in your neighborhood is where your light shines. And what God wants us to do is to disciple our neighborhoods. Had you thought of that? Jane and I had a good example of that this weekend. We've lived, obviously, in our actual neighborhood for, what, 19 years now. And they all know us because they drive past our house. We live quite close to the highway, and so everybody else down our street, which is a dead-end street, drives past our house to get to their houses, in and out. So they watch us, <laughs> and they see what we do and what we don't do. You know, they see when the grass needs cutting and things like that. You know, They saw when we had squares of blue painted on our brown house trying to figure out which color we wanted. And they stopped. One guy in a, in a pickup truck stopped at dead of night. Jane was walking the dog. And this pickup truck just pulls up beside her. And she's like, uh-oh, what's going to happen now? And he says, which color did you all choose? Because <laughs> they'd all been watching, you know. But... One of our neighbors, or two of our neighbors, a couple down the street from us, contacted me a few weeks ago and just said, we're going to have our 25th wedding anniversary. We want to renew our marriage vows. You and Jane are pastors. Would you lead that for us? So my answer was, of course. <laughs> now, these are people who don't go to church. <laughs> they were raised, I think, in the Catholic church. They got this sort of, you know, they've got a view of God, but they know that there's something about us that they wanted to be part of their gathering. And so they invite most of the street to their home. And we're out the back and we lead them in this little short ceremony. And everybody's like, thank you so much. That was so beautiful. You know, and they're all crying just because this couple wanted to renew their marriage vows. And it suddenly struck me, we're discipling our neighborhood. Just in the way that we lead them in renewing their vows is showing them, you know, there's the two of us standing side by side, hello, <laughs> leading them in renewing their vows. And then we stick around and we talk and, and, and chat. And you had something to add? So um, one of the families is a church-going family, believing family. And so we already knew that and we had some conversations. But um, we were able to encourage each other because apparently there's one house that seems to have a lot of bad things going on and um, we just were able to turn that around and, and make that into an opportunity I said why don't you because what I've been doing is walking down the road and praying open heaven open heaven open heart and to actually pray and identify in prayer to ask God please forgive us all for our sin not just point the finger and Lord, can you sort them out but to say Lord please forgive us all and to identify with, with them, and um, and then to speak a blessing over it. And so uh, we're going to be talking about blessing on Thursday, but that's all about more on Thursdays. But um, but just that the conversations were able to turn it into kingdom, and um, we've actually got some plans, some dreams with um, our next sister's closet, which is going to be November 5th and 6th, um, to see how we can draw in some people from um, where this one lady works. And so she's a nurse in... Uh, okay, so she's a nurse, and so she's not allowed to say too much, but she has a desk where she can put invitations. So I'm, I'm just thinking, let's pray to be thinking outside the box, because we have so much here and we want to... We're busting at the seams because we want to take, we want to take the good news to people who aren't 
don't know about it. And we want to be able to invite people to things that we have going on here too. But we w want to go to them and we want to invite them here. And so we have our Thursday, more on Thursdays have just started. We had a fabulous time last Thursday digging deeper into the word. Um, this next Thursday is prophetic and um, worship. And the following Thursday is, because it's a fifth Thursday, is actually going to be a family feast. And so that is going to be a time when we're going to bring, just sh bring a meal, sh just bring different different your part to the meal, just bring your offering to that meal. And you can invite your neighbors, you can invite everyone. So that's the, f the fifth Thursday of this month. So you can start praying about that and, and just saying, who can I bring? It's just a safe place, a place that we can enjoy eating together and meet with God. So your commission is to disciple your neighborhood. I don't just mean the houses that you live among, but that may well be. But your neighborhood is the answer you just gave to the people around you of where does your light shine? It's your work. It's the places you influence. It's the people you live among. It's wherever God has placed you. And what I want your heart to catch is that there's no accident to that. That's why I read from Philippians. There was no accident to Jesus emptying himself, leaving behind all the, the glory to be able to come and, and, and dig in to where he needed to be. And, and some of us can look at our circumstances and think, oh, this is so hard, this is so terrible, this is so draining. But actually God has put you in that place as a light. And I want you to see that, and I want you to be affirmed for that. In fact, when we finish in just a second here, we want to pray for everybody who feels like, yeah, I've been put in a dark place, but I am a light, and I want to shine more brightly. That's how we're going to finish up, okay? But before we finish up, a couple more things to say to you. Um, who is my neighbor? That was a question Jesus was asked, right? You know, I, mean, I could tell you the names of the people who live in the houses on either side of our house, but there are many other people who are our neighbors. And they're the ones that we do things with. That was the story of the Good Samaritan, remember? The neighbor is the one who doesn't walk by, who doesn't look with judgment, but who comes and meets the need, the specific need sees what's needed, and steps in to make a difference. Even if that means you're stepping across typical boundaries. So it's like Kevin and Tracy going motorcycle shopping, all right? And, and then just saying, hey, let me pray for you. Because God puts you into circumstances, puts you into settings where you're, you're stepping over a, a, a fence, if you like, to get to somebody else. And your neighbor is the one you do something for. So you now have two new neighbors because you prayed for them. Yeah? That doesn't mean you've got to stay in touch with them forever, but they became your neighbors because you did something. And all of us have those kinds of settings, don't we? Where uh, those are our neighbors. And so... Um, I want to tell you three things that you can do. Actually, yeah, there we go. Matthew 28, verse 19. This is uh, Mark's translation. <laughs> I don't mean John Mark. Who <laughs> well, this is in Matthew. But as you go about your life, disciple everyone. That's what the Greek means when it says, therefore, go into all the world and make disciples. It's just as you're living your life, disciple everyone you meet. So you may just, you know, see somebody at the roller skating rink that you've never seen before. 
Or it may be somebody that you do know, but they need an encouragement. Or they need a word. They need a demonstration of what God looks like. Or or it may be somebody at work. And you're, you're doing whatever you do, working, you know, whatever it may be. You've all got different kinds of jobs. But you run into somebody and they just need to be shown. You may not have a Bible verse or a sermon to, to lay on them, but you might actually just show them what Jesus is like by the way you smile and the way you care and the way you help and the way you support. Or it may be that God gives you something specific that's a breakthrough moment for that person. Okay? Let me tell you this. I've found that the more I smile and build bridges and help, the more breakthrough moments God gives. When I come in with a, with a word from God and I hit you with it, typically it's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> and then the bridge gets narrower and weaker. Not always. It's all about obedience to God, right? But I find that coincidences, that there aren't any, but coincidences happen much more often when I just treat people the way Jesus would treat them. Right? That's what it means for us to disciple our neighborhoods. So three things we can do. Jane already mentioned this. She's been walking up and down our street for months now, uh, slightly less over the summer just because of the way life's been, but her heart is still doing it. Open heavens, open hearts, open homes, open harvest. Yeah? I believe what happened yesterday with all of our neighbors it's funny, one of the ladies came up to me and said, um, are we allowed to call you pastors? I said, well, if you need to, yeah, you're welcome to, but we don't like to be put on a pedestal. We like to be called Mark and Jane. Said, oh, okay, yeah, but we, we just weren't sure because we call you the holy people down the street. <laughs> <laughs> there was me worried about being called a pastor in case it gave people a wrong impression. They've been calling us the holy people down the street. Oh, help. <laughs> But it's part of the fruit of Jane just walking up and down the street. Open heavens, open hearts. Sherry's done it too. Yeah, that's right. Several of you, I think, have been in, in that. All right? Open heavens, open hearts. What we want is for our street to be blessed. We love those people, right? She's much better at it than I am, <laughs> just so you know. Okay, I'm talking about it, but she's better at it. Uh, we're walking home from the thing yesterday and there's a lady watering her plants we say hi hi and Jane already knows her and said well how how's he doing you know I had no idea her husband was sick (laughs) but Jane knew because she's talked to her and she's met her and, and and so lots of opportunities so pray pray this over your workmates pray this over your neighbors pray this over wherever your neighborhood is remember the discussion you just had wherever your light shines is your neighborhood Second thing we can do is to bless. There's great power in our words. And I'm going to raise my hand and confess I'm very good at speaking negative over wrong situations. And I repent for that. I want to speak blessing because that's God's heart. And actually so often the blessing that I want to see is only not happening because I'm not agreeing with God and speaking it out. There's power in our words. Remember, years back, we were, I was, not we, because Jane's much more holy than I am, but I was whining about how long it was taking for them to build International Drive. 
some of you know where we live. You know, when it rains, we get an, we're on an island because Tilly Swamp floods, Sterrett Swamp floods, we're stuck until they built International Drive. They told us they were going to build that when we bought that house 19 years ago, and it's been open for three years. <laughs> so about eight years ago, I was whining that we've been here all this time, and there's still no sign. And it was Arthur Burke actually said, no, you need to bless. I still remember this as I drive down 501. We need to bless because there's, when we bless, then there's movement. That's your word. We all know that around here there isn't a lot of movement, especially on Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays, right? But when we bless, there's movement. So bless is the power of our words. So pray, bless, and then thirdly, walk and talk. Just walk and talk. Jesus said, as you're walking around, as you're doing your thing, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, just talk. When he sent out the disciples, Matthew 10, Luke 10, he just said, go. <laughs> Tell people, here's the kingdom of God. But don't do that until you've discovered whether they're a person of peace or not. In other words, go out just being Jesus. We don't go up and down our street knocking on doors and saying, can I tell you about Jesus? We just go up and down our street saying, hi, how are you? Being Jesus. Until they say, oh yeah, well would you pray for us? Or would you come and do our renewal of vows? Or, or those kinds of things. The, the doors open just as we walk and talk. And Jesus said, you go into a house. Now in those days, you would actually go into a house. <laughs> but the word is oikos in the Greek. And it means your neighborhood. It's the same thing as you just talked about with one another. Where does my light shine? It's you know your work group in wherever you're working, or it's the people who live around you, or it's the people you hang out with, or it's the, the social club you go to, or, or, or the roller rink. Or, or That's your oikos. And God intends us to look for the person of peace. The ones who are hungry for what we already have. And you only find out if they're hungry by just being who you are. And then they're like, oh yeah, I want what you've got. The kind of situation, another, this is years back now, but we had a knock on the door from one of our neighbors years ago. They were having a crisis and they came and banged on the door and, our, and the, the neighbor, she said to me, where's Jane? We need Jane because God listens to Jane. <laughs> and she knew where to go just because of how Jane is. We still have a relationship. That, that family's gone through all kinds of roller coaster stuff, but we've been able to be there with them through that. That's what God's looking for us to do. Walk and talk and find the person of peace. Be Jesus in your neighborhood. That's been the theme throughout today. Movement. Light shining. It's time. All of the things that have been shared have been about you being Jesus in a setting. 
So I'm not trying to tell you to do anything you're not already doing. I just simply want to tie it all together and say, yeah, this is your calling. This is your destiny. And we want to bless you to do that. So if you know that you're in a situation where you feel like there's a lot of darkness and you're just a little light, can we pray for you first, please? Okay? And if you know that's you, would you mind standing just so we can maybe gather around you and agree with you? Is that okay? So if you know that you are a light, but you feel like there's a lot of darkness and you're just a little light, we want that light to shine more brightly. So we want to pray for you first. Jane's not standing, so that's okay. Go for it. Good stuff. Anybody else? Yes. Now if you're close to somebody who's standing, just come and gather with them. Maybe just put a hand on their shoulder. I'm going to pray for everybody in just a moment, but we're going to pray for these folks especially, first of all. So, Father, thank you that you have made these ones lights because of how you shine in them. You made them light, and light shines brightly in darkness, and that's why it's there. And so these ones who are standing, Father, we bless them to know that you are shining brightly in them. We want to lift off of you any pressure to do or to be anything other than yourself in Jesus. And we say that who you are is what shines in the darkness. And so we bless you to continue to shine. We bless you to shine more brightly as you relax into who God's made you to be. And we say, Father, thank you that you are going to shine your light through these ones into the darkness. They will see what you can do as they allow you to use their position, the neighborhood you've placed them in, the, the oikos that you've called them to. You've placed them there because you know the light shines in their hearts. So let it burn more brightly in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Now, why don't we all just hold our hands out to the Lord as a sort of gesture of receiving, because I want to bless every one of you to pray in your oikos, in your neighborhood, to bless in your neighborhood, and to walk and talk and find people of peace in your neighborhood. Father, let your blessing rest on every one of us, that everywhere we go, every place the sole of our foot treads, you will give to us because it's your heart to bring the kingdom through the children of God to a hurting world. And so we give you ourselves, as our hands are stretched out before you now, we give you ourselves to be instruments of that kingdom. And we receive from you the oil of the Spirit that fuels the light of the kingdom in our lives. So Holy Spirit, would you pour more oil into every life in this room? more oil into every life in this room so that our light shines more brightly, not by me striving, but by you flowing. So flow in our lives, Holy Spirit, to let our light shine more brightly in the neighborhoods you've placed us in, in the places you've called us to. So your kingdom come and your will be done right there through me as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We will be dismissed. No, we won't. We'll have Tracy. Come on, Tracy. Come and shine.
Hi, I'm Tracy. Um, I was, I was, um, I was in Crystal's group, and <laughs> I was telling her that um, I don't think I've been shining very much lately. I think I've been hiding some, and um, so um, anyway, uh, she said, you know, you shine more than you realize, which I thought was really sweet. And I think we all do, you know. We, you know, we, we, we're hearts willing. We still got stuff blocking us. God still uses us, but. A million years ago, I wrote this little song, not my style of music, so I never understood why, but I'm going to try to sing a little bit of a song for you. Okay. Get out of the boat, take a step, and look into my eyes. Get out of the boat, walk on the water, and trust in my supply. You won't know what I can do until you let me carry you so get out of the boat that's right i've been waiting on you i've been living in a boat my boat her name is fear i know it's not where i belong i gotta get out of here because I am a child of God, and I was meant for walking on. And I won't waste a single day. I'm taking a step of faith. And I'm saying, get out of the boat, walk on the water, trust in my supply. Get out of the boat, walk on the water. See, I'm singing the same words over and over because I don't really remember the song. But y'all get it. All right. That is a fantastic demonstration of walking on water. I now bless all the rest of you to do the same in whatever way God has given you to do that. Go ahead and do it. Bless one another before you go. We will see you back here Thursday for more with Worship and Prophetic. And then next Sunday, Fount Schultz speaking next Sunday on the glory of God, the Shekinah glory. And uh, if you're a lady, well, even if you're not, if you know a lady uh, and you want to take some of these sisters' closet postcards to pass around uh, so that you can get your neighbors, your neighborhood, your oikos knowing about this opportunity Take some of these with you and pass them out. Have a great week.